Welcome to episode 42 and a half of I Dream of Cameras, the podcast about cameras and camera collecting, brought to you by the gang at the Sunny 16 Podcast. My name is Jeff Greenstein. Gabe Sachs has a cold. So, we are bringing you a special bonus episode of I Dream of Cameras, because I know how you guys get when we miss an air date, okay? I know! So, here's the story of where this came from. Back in April 2021, Graham from the Sunny 16 podcast asked us to record a special segment for what they were calling the Cheap Shots Camera Replacement Challenge. The idea was, help us find a new camera for Graham that he can buy for under $30. We recorded this segment. We were very proud of it. We submitted it to Graham and nothing. It never aired. (laughs) So we're taking advantage of this break in the action to bring you guys this special bonus segment Enjoy it. It's coming right after this short musical interlude. Okay, so this is Jeff and Gabe from I Dream of Cameras responding to Graham's invitation to participate in the Cheap Shots Camera Replacement Challenge. Jeff, we were invited to something. This is a big deal. Do you feel like you're inside Beyond the Velvet Rope? I really do. I feel like I've I've been waiting, and finally I've been invited inside. Finally, we belong. Should we sing the Pat Benatar song, or should we save that to the end? We'll save that. Okay, we'll save it. Okay, so the challenge that was put to us was find a camera with a lens and film— I'm going to say in the $20 to $30 range. The (laughs) website has not been updated. I'm going to say the Cheap Shot Challenge is $30 because that's what 20 English pounds is right now. Am I right about that? I I think uh, somewhere in there. I'm going to go with what you say. I just made that up. (laughs) I haven't checked the exchange rates today. Okay, so let's talk methodology. I went on eBay and I just set some filters and started looking. What did you do? Well, what I do is often I will go to thrift shops, as you know, and I over the years have come across these cameras and and last year um you know i have seen sort of the same cameras come up over and over again and a couple i have tried out and some i have like tried out once some i have bought but these are ones that i found at thrift stores and also i looked on you know ebay and other sites to see what they were to make sure they weren't so cheap at the thrift store that you would be able to find it again that was the big challenge can you find it again I will tell you that the other thing I added to my approach was I thought it would be smart to look for cameras from the unglamorous brands. And Uh, so the first few that I'm going to talk about are unglamorous. So I'm (laughs) going to just open with one. Go. And we'll just go back and forth until we run out. So I opened with Minolta because I feel like Minolta's get no respect. We've mentioned in our underrated, overrated discussion in the Fight Us episode Nobody wants a Minolta SRT. Well, sure enough, you can get a Minolta SRT 101, 201 with a lens, $25. I saw a couple on eBay for like 15 Yeah, with a lens in working order. Also, the Minolta Maxim, anything in the Maxim series. I used to own one. I think I had a Maxim 400 SI or something. Yeah. I may have made that up. I had a 3000. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. They're perfectly lovely autofocus SLRs with all the trimmings. And then finally, I do have a Minolta ALF rangefinder, which is a rangefinder camera from the 70s that you don't hear of in the same breath as the Canon QL17 or the Olympus 35RC or the Konica C35. But that is a very good rangefinder. Again, I saw one, eBay $17. Great rangefinder. So that's my opener, Minolta's. 
Okay, so I have um, I have a, a mirror of that right now. So the the Minolta, the Maxim STSI with a lens. Okay, in that same world, the same thing with the Maxims and the and the you know, it was seventeen dollars. There you go. And Great. another one was fourteen ninety five, but on like a like a next door, one of yeah. those sites, something like that. And with it with that twenty eight to eighty lens that it came with, and it, again, perfectly fine, and and will work, and and has some bells and whistles, which yeah. is really you know. For that price, you'd go, well, this is never going to work. But some were working. Some had the cases. Some had boxes. It was amazing. Yeah. And again, these are cameras we've both shot with in many cases. Yes. Yes. This isn't just anecdotal. I did borrow a friend's Minolta SRT when I was a teenager and used it for a couple of weeks. Great camera. Just great. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Match needle, good glass, lovely camera. Next stop, Konica. I mentioned Konica in passing, but somehow people awakened to the fact that C35s are good, so now they're $200, which is not worth it, by the way. The Konica Auto Reflex TC, which wow. in some parts of the world is known as the ACOM 1. And I kind of want to get one just because ACOM 1 sounds like the robot that's going to destroy the world. Absolutely. Or it's controlling a, a space shuttle we know nothing about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is in the mode of the compact pen taxes like the ME and MX, which I'll talk about in a minute, or the Olympus OM-1. It is Konica's attempt to make a compact, I think it's shutter priority. The only knock on the Auto Reflex TC is that the leatherette tends to bulge and peel away. But Gabe Sachs wouldn't care about that. Not at all. If it's right. beat up but works, I'm happy. Yeah, so again... Auto Reflex, I'm going to buy one of these probably. I just see it happening. Auto Reflex yeah. TC goes for between $12 and $25 on the bay. Okay, that's amazing. All right, you're up. That's amazing. So I know some people don't like to talk about Russian cameras, but I do. Okay. And I know that Graham has some Russian cameras. This, they claim, is the most produced camera in the world. What? And it's a Russian camera. Yep. What? The... Now I'm going to say Smina. Yeah, What'd sure. What'd you say? Shmina. That's it. Mike Rosso always says Shmina. Shmina 8M. <laughs> okay. It's sort of a toy camera. It's light as can be, scale focus. It has a glass lens nice. in this little toy plastic camera. And the weirdest thing about this camera is it's a leaf shutter, has a PC sync socket that can sync at any speed. Yes. <gasps> what? Yes, but before you get excited, <laughs> I've used this camera. It's not oh. pleasant, but the results I loved. You know what I mean? It was produced by Lomo, and it's they have produced, let me see, I think 21 million units. Yeah. Is this still manufactured? No, it was 1970s to 1995, but everywhere you wow. read about it, it claims to be the most produced camera in the world. Amazing. And so that... With a case was fourteen dollars and ninety seven cents. Oh, there you go. That that mm, gosh, that might be our. our I don't leader. know. It's an our, odd one, but yes. So far, that's a goodie. Okay, love it. I know absolutely nothing about Russian cameras. The only one I've ever used is a Lomo LCA. There you and, go. Oh, you had a Fed three for a while. Hmm. I had a Fed three, which is also nice. But Shmina, good idea. Okay. Mamiya Secor, we talked about wow. this in our underrated episode. The Mamiya Secor 500TL, 1000TL, 528TL. They're beautiful, by the way. They have that lovely clean line and they got Mamiya glass on them. These things are insanely cheap. Yep. Like 
eight, nine, ten, twelve dollars. With the lens, maybe the chrome is a little discolored or something. Fourteen dollars, fifteen dollars. Classic match needle, seventies SLR. No major problems. They're all great. That's really Don't good. Get, I'm, this is another one I kind of want. <laughs> right. You know, I like the logo. Yeah. It's got that lowercase, you know, sans serif font, mm-hmm. Mia Secor. Very, I, I love it. So there you go. There's another one. That's a good one. The other thing is I, I thought, you know, had to put a point and shooting in here. And Olympus made those trips, as I call them. Sure. Those Olympus trips, but there were a lot of them. They were like different trips. <laughs> oh, I only know the Trip 35, this is which the tr- is not cheap anymore. No, the, but the Trip S point and oh. shoot, which is Olympus, was $11.99. <gasps> and, yes. Wow. What uh, era is that? What era is I that I would camera? say probably around the... I'd have to look it up. I, I would say 80s, 90s. Okay. Uh, somewhere in Great. there. I, I may be wrong on that, but I will I, I will be corrected, I'm sure. 35 millimeter, 4.5 lens, two AA batteries, you know, built-in flash. It's a little loud, you know, as some of those mm-hmm. old point-and-shoots were. But I've I used it so long ago, but it was great. I mean, put black and white in it, and it was clean. Like, it was a, it was a nice great. little shooter, but at 12 bucks. I think Great. you can, uh, that's a good nice. And you get a roll of film. There you go. Yeah. Okay, another one from the uh, makes we don't respect anymore column, Uh-oh. certainly in the SLR category, Yashica TL Electro X. Wow. Do you know this camera? Nope. This was their bid for sort of, you know, the mid-range Canon FTB style SLR in the 1970s. Match needle. I mean, same deal, gang. Match needle SLR from the 70s. Basic as hell, but... Yashica glasses, good glass. Yep. It's a, not a glamorous name, but it's a very lovely, good-looking camera. Twelve to twenty-five dollars with a lens. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, I have I have one that um, my last one, but I've seen such a you know the prices have been either way high or way low. But I did find a couple of working ones. But this is the um, uh, Yashica Electro thirty-five. That's a rangefinder. Rangefinder. Right? That was your first camera. That was if I'm my not very mistaken. first camera. That was my very first camera, which I still have that doesn't work. But I have another one that I'm going to try. And in the condition mine is, which I'm sure could be working very quickly if I just figured it out, it was in the $25 to $30 range. And so there okay. were a few of those. So I thought that might be a little more than we were looking at. But no, it's it's uh, that's another good one that you can feel really confident good. taking pictures with. Now, if you want to have a sexy camera. Mm-hmm. If you need that brand name. Right. Okay. If we're talking about cameras from like the major makers. Right. I did pull a few. And I count Pentax as a sexy major maker. Mm-hmm. Others might not do that, but. You and Mike Pentax Me and MX. Right. Pentax Me, MX, Me Super. These are still remarkably cheap. Yep. Still. You can get an MX for $25. I saw some Me's for $10 and under. You're kidding. I mean, insane. Why wow. wouldn't you take a flyer on that? I have mine right here. La la. Awesome. It is, by the way, my understanding is the Emmy Super holds the title of smallest full frame 35 millimeter SLR ever made. That's so interesting. That was my second camera. It's yep. amazing. They're great. I wish I had 10 of them. I mean, I have an Emmy Super SE. Yep. The special thing being that the split. Uh, image rangefinder in the uh, viewfinder is diagonal, not horizontal. That's the only thing that's special about it. That's interesting. The only thing, and it says SE on it. 
That's it. Oh, there you go. Phenomenal camera. Great camera. So also, if you want a Canon, you can get a Canon FT or a Canon TL or the very strange EXEE. Are you aware of this camera? No. This was an attempt by Canon to make a budget SLR. I believe it was in the late 60s. Right. And the way in which they saved money was instead of you interchanging the entire lens, you just interchanged the front two elements. So EXEE lenses are exclusive to that camera and wow. strange. But it's a Canon SLR. What else do you want to know? Again, match needle, great glass. Of course, the FT and TL are the first generation right. of the FTB and the TLB. They're cheap. Nobody wants them. They're wonderful. They're heavy. They're ungainly, but yep. they're great. Yep. And when camera shows come back, there will be all these cameras at the end of the table that no yes. one's even looking at, and you can pick them up for very cheap, and yeah. they're great. I didn't do a deep dive on other unsexy names, but other unsexy names include, when we're talking about 35 millimeter SLRs or even rangefinders, Miranda. Yes. I have owned a Miranda Sensor yes. X. They're yep. amazing and cheap. Chinon. Yep. Never owned one of those. Yep. Rico. Nobody likes Rico, and Rico is great. Why? Why does nobody like know. Rico? I don't know. Hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yep. So that's another category to look in, but I didn't do a deep dive on any of those. Right. The other category, do you have another one to throw out no, there? No, go ahead. Go, go, go. Okay. The other category I looked at was other formats besides 35 millimeter. You know, Gabe, where oh, I'm going. Oh, boy. Here we have... One of my all-time favorite cameras, and maybe even the camera I have shot with the most wow. over this last 15-year period, the Olympus Pen EE3. Half frame, real glass lens, point, basically a point-and-shoot. Right. Still dirt cheap. I think I might have told you once, there was a guy selling a box of these, an entire box, 40 of them. You're kidding. On eBay for $40. That's amazing. It is, it's got a thumb wind. I stick I, it in my back pocket. I load it up. I shoot, shoot, shoot. Great, great images. I, I hate to admit this, but that's a half frame camera. Yes. Hmm. I may have this camera. Not in that really? condition. This was my dad's, you know, that I I got it. It just, it never worked. But that looks very familiar to me. I'm going to have to show it's it to great. you. If I own a Take half a frame camera, can you imagine? You might. I know. What, what, <laughs> what The world will open. Okay, so that. And finally, we got to talk 110. Of course. 110. Okay. Now, of course, you know I'm going here. The Pentax Auto 110. Because that's the coolest. Seriously, look look at all the 110s. You line them up. Yes, nothing's as cool the as coolest. the Pentax. Seriously. Nothing is as cool as the all, Pentax like Auto 110. It's and on and on. You feel like you're, you know, you're... Well, I'm getting to one of those, yeah, but yes. I love that. It is so cool. Now, this is my Cafe Latte one, which is more than 25 bucks. Pretty great. But I did a search for Pentax Auto 110s, and you can get the whole outfit case with all the lenses <laughs> and the flash for like $60. Wow. But if you just want the camera and the lens, again, between $10 and $25. So And great. Lomo makes 110 film again. So you have no excuse not to do this. Super fun. Now, where one are of you my favorite processing your 110 film? I send it off to the dark room. Okay, good. Okay. And they do a great job. Yep. Also in this category, maybe slightly less celebrated, and the final one on my list. Okay. Have we ever talked about this guy? I never. This is the Canon 110 ED20. That's a okay. That's kind of a cool version of what I was thinking. Kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. It's not, yeah. Here is the thing about the ED20. Okay, it is the standard form factor that we associate with 110 cameras. It's flat. It's got a little trigger advance on the bottom. Like that. Oh, I'll do it closer to the mic. 
Nice, okay, it's nice. got that kind of business. But this is a rangefinder camera. This has a genuine rangefinder in it. Wow. And it has scales for not just focus here, but also aperture. They encode it by saying cloudy day, full sunny day, whatever. But you're adjusting your aperture when you do that. This is a full-featured camera. Almost, I mean, one could argue, almost as full-featured as the Pentax Auto 110. That's impressive. Nobody wants these. It's got a real metal body. This one can even encode the date, month, and year. If you wanted to, I, I don't do that. But this is a very hardy camera that takes great pictures. It uses a AA battery. We love that. Right. $12. No. See, that's something $12. I get. Like That seems really cool. Yep. It takes great pictures. Yep. Glass lens. Look at this little built-in lens shade. Yep. Right? I mean, anyway, another great one. So if you're looking down market, don't neglect the other formats, particularly 110. I didn't get into APS. Uh, it's taken the world by storm, per Mike Gutterman. But 110, there's no reason not to shoot 110. Yeah, I mean, I you always think that when you find these cameras, and people forget, it's it's that those formats are available that's the best part of them and and most people are just getting rid of those at garage sales right and film stocks as we know are better now yes so when you shoot half frame now you're not you know you're not compromising as much on resolution as you might have been if you bought these cameras in the 60s right that's my presentation i love anything to add there sir i hope this is being helpful because i think it's a it's a great thing to look at these cameras that are so affordable and it just makes you want to get people involved in film um Easily. Anyone can do it. I think we should round out. This was supposed to be basically shopping advice for Graham because he's giving away his Olympus. If we had to pick one, one to tell Graham to buy of what we just outlined, what would you pick Hmm. of all of the ones we've spoken Hmm. of? I think I would pick, I would go ease of use. I would pick one of the Minoltas. I don't know. There's something, there's something about that you can get so much for so little in that world yeah yeah and they're very durable yeah. that's a good pick i would say the pentax me yeah okay. i mean yeah. i just love it i just love it and for all you k1000 snobs out oh, there oh boy that those prices oh. keep going up i'm not kidding i know you. every and week. those people be, keep becoming more insufferable yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but yes that's our shopping advice from the team <laughs> at i dream of cameras Check out our podcast if you found this entertaining. (laughs) Which hopefully you did. (laughs) Yes. All right. Thanks for having us. Thanks again. Enjoy. And we are back. Actually, we are not back because that's the end of the episode. So we'll be back with you in a few days with a fresh episode 43 of I Dream of Cameras. Until then, as you know, you can go to idreamofcameras.com for all of your I Dream of Cameras needs. You can also find us on Instagram, I Dream of Cameras. Gabe Sachs is Gabe Sachs on the Instagram. I am S. Jeff Greenstein because Jeff Greenstein is an embezzler. Also, please email us, idreamofcameras at gmail.com. You know how we like a full mailbag. Okay, until then, folks, we hope you have enjoyed this. Thanks for bearing with us. Gabe, feel better, and we're out! We're out!